The main key to improvement of mobility after stroke is really repetition and consistency. In this case, if physical mobility is having control and freedom of movement, is it only restricted to bodily functions as far as mobility, or could it be also concerning cognitive and mindset? Today, we're definitely going to define the concept of mobility and change all areas of your life, those who are mobile and those who are not. Hello, beautiful survivors. How are you? This is Karina, and I'm the host and creator of this podcast, Stroke Surviving the Odds. 25 years ago, I survived a brainstem dissection that led me to coma and a locked-in syndrome. There was no concept of social media and of podcasts back then, so me and my family had to figure out all by ourselves, and it was not without problems. But I am here with you, and I am here for you today. My episodes are short and sweet, full of valuable information, tricks, hacks, how I went about surviving this world as a survivor. And the mission of my show has always been and will always be to make the life of one person feel better about their situation, their new reality. And guess what? This is a top 10 show around the world. Without you, my listeners, once again, there is no stroke surviving the odds. So grab yourself a coffee or a drink, a pen and paper, because I always say the faintest of ink is better than the best memory. And I'll wait for you as we record today's episode of Stroke Surviving the Odds. So, when we talk about mobility, it's a given that we usually talk about the body, bodily functions. And as a stroke survivor, um, the very first attributes that are affected by a stroke are usually those that we can see. It could be your body, it could be your mind, it could be your speech, but it's definitely something that is somewhat apparent at some level. Now, if you've been following me, you know that I'm a little bit quirky. Uh, I don't sugarcoat things. I'm very generous in giving. I want to tell you every single thing that I that worked for me, that I've done, that I don't want to be selfish and keep things for myself because I told you I want to be there for you and I am there for you and with you. We're in this together. If you're going to be a stroke survivor, you have to decide to be the best damn stroke survivor out there. And I want you to be. I want you to beat my ass. That's what I want. But only you can do that. So, of course, when we talk mobility, we often talk about going from point A to point B. Physical mobility is really having control and freedom of movement. In today's episode, I want to talk about the mental mobility, your mindset. If you find your recovery is not going fast enough or is not moving in the direction you want it to. Maybe you should look at the way that you think. Are you close-minded? 
Are you always sad and angry and bitter and you don't want to move forward because you're scared? Being scared is an emotion that can be reversed by being fearless, by trying things, by being open to possibilities. My intent today is not to make you change in any way because the word change is very often perceived as negative, meaning you're not good enough or you haven't tried enough or your way is not good enough. That is not at all what I'm saying. Think of change today as I talk about it as more of a tool in your toolbox of another possibility of another way of maybe giving it a try. So you'll have your way and you'll have my way. Two ways are better than only one. And again, has your way been working how you want it to? And if not, maybe be open to mental mobility. All right, we're going to be doing this. Grab yourself, like I told you before, a pen and paper, because we are going to be taking some notes today, my friend. I'll see you in a bit. Quick follow-up. Our last episode, we talked about the sixth principle of building a strong mindset. The first one was failing forward, meaning using everything to your advantage. All mistakes are learned opportunities. Number two is adapt to stress and get through it with confidence. The more stress you have, the more you have to adapt. The more you adapt, the more you know how to deal. The more you deal, the more confidence you get. You see how where this is going. So right now we are going straight into number three. Number three is changing your mind. Your life is not a one-way street, guys. You are allowed to change your mind, just like you're allowed on the road to make U-turns and reverse, and you can change directions altogether. The choice is yours. The number four is harness your emotions positively. Yes, as a stroke survivor, we know that there's a surcharge of emotions, and very often it's very hard to control. You either laugh profusely, you cry profusely. It's very hard to find balance. It's very doable, but very hard. But just think, guys, that if these times that you felt angry or frustrated, what if, what if you really let those emotions inside of you and you accepted them? And once you accept them, you turn them into joy, happiness, fulfillment, proudness, all this good stuff. That's why I told you before, everything negative can be turned into a positive. It's just in the way you see it, in your perception. Are you adaptable? I can't help but think of asking you guys this question. Of course, it's going to be rhetorical. You can only talk to me on Facebook at Stroke Surviving the Odds underscore the pod page. And let me know if these results were reversible. If you could change the outcome from that negative state, which is, let's say, frustration or anger into joy and happiness. 
I want to know, would the outcome be the same? If you had a scenario at home where you became very angry at your spouse because it was stroke-related, if you turn that emotion into patience, perhaps, empathy, understanding, gratefulness, do you think the outcome of the argument, maybe? I'm just hypothetically saying that, that there was an argument between you and your spouse. Do you think it would all have gone the same way? I can tell you, guaranteed, it did not. It would not. You can start angry. You can start pissed off. You could start bitching and crying and all, all you want. But once you look at the other one and you say, I'm sorry, you know what? I should be grateful for you. Mouth those words. I want you to hear yourself say it. I shouldn't complain. I'm sorry, babe. I'm so grateful you're here. Forgive me. Give them a kiss, a pat on the ass, whatever you got to do. I'll tell you, the, the air, the atmosphere around you is going to be changing drastically. And if you're capable of doing what I just said and using those emotions and turning them around, if you are capable of using all those negative emotions to fuel your goals you know, I've always told you guys, I use my past, my childhood to fuel my future. My future is you guys. My future is helping my community. I have other plans. I'm not just staying here. I see the big picture. I'm moving along. Do you think that I didn't feel discomfort, pain, frustration, anger myself? You guys see me right now. You hear me right now. I'm relatively pretty calm. I might be a little cuckoo on the sides, but I'm pretty calm. And I feel calm. And I feel zen. And I'm very, very much expressive. Everybody around me know that. Even my coworkers, they laugh. Karina, your face says it all. It's something I had to learn to do, guys. So when I tell you guys that you need practice, repetition, constantly, constantly, and you got to be consistent. You can't do it a week and then I'll say, fuck it, and then you stop. Imagine you went at the gym and you did that. Are you ever going to lose weight or gain weight if that's the case? No. So when you start something, see it through all the way. My mom used to say, when you do something, you do it right or you don't do it at all. And that's what I'm asking you guys. Mental mobility, guys, is not about ignoring how you feel. It's quite the opposite. It's all about accepting and working with whatever feelings are up and use them all to your advantage. Does that make sense to you? Don't laugh at me, guys. But I'm going to give you a cliche comment right now. 
I know that you have heard, when one door closes, a window opens. That is mental mobility, guys, to its, to its best. If you are capable of using your adversities and, again, rhetorically ask yourself, all right, this is bullshit. What do I have to freaking learn out of this? Guess what? You're going to figure it out. And you won't do it again. And you'll see that all that emotion and all that hard work is actually paying off. When you're capable of being resourceful and creative and find ways to make things better. Let's say, I'll give you a scenario. You don't have all the money in the world, right? Your budget is really tight. But you're able to stretch it out, man. And you're able to be creative and still have nice dinners at home. My mom was amazing at that, you know? My mom is the one that was working while the other idiot was an idiot. And my mom could stretch a pound of hamburger meat into six different meals, like six portions, I mean. She was amazing and give her potatoes and all the other stuff and she would multiply. She was kind of like Jesus and multiplying the breads. <laughs> you know, but you know what I mean? That's being resourceful. That's being creative. You guys know my life story, my young, my younger years, what my mom had to go through. Even though it was her story, I know you can figure it out. You have an idea. So if my mom could do it, if I can do it, don't you think you can do it too? You know, I, I, I have to tell you this. When I went back home from rehab and I did have my cane, do you guys think that I never used that cane to close cupboards in the kitchen or closet doors or bedroom doors or something I was creative with whatever I had right so the reality is that you might be in a wheelchair you might be using different um, either canes or the marchette walkers and whatnot be creative with those if my 97-year-old father-in-law could be creative, what the hell is wrong with you? You got this. Have a little faith in yourself, man. Because I told you before, you rock. Now, I gave you a shitload of information, but I can tell you this. We're almost done. <laughs> but if you're able to master these first five ones that I told you, the sixth one is going to be a breeze because it's all about connecting the dots the sixth principle to strengthening your mindset is really connecting the dots use everything we talked in the other principles and make it work for you in your reality the way things are for you there is no right or wrong the grass is always going to be greener at the neighbor's house. Yoop-dee-doo, whoop-dee-doo. Who cares about that? 
Just care about you. Do you. You do you, my friend. Just remember this, that every decision that you make from this point forward is going to change the course of your life. I'm not talking about in 20 years. I'm talking about your life in the next hour, in the next day, in the next week. I hope that you guys got that I care about you very much and I want you guys to succeed. To succeed in whatever success means for you. Stop comparing yourself to anyone. Stop comparing yourself to me. For I, I just want to be an example. Take me as your guinea pig. But I care about you. You're magnificent. So go right ahead, follow, subscribe, download the episodes, stop, pause me, take notes. I want to see, I want to hear you guys. I want to see pictures of you guys on my Facebook page. I would just love it. And I would love to know what's your favorite episode because I don't know if you know, but we've done a crap load and there's a crap load to come because I'm loving this. I am loving this. So reach me on Facebook at Stroke Surviving the Odds underscore the pod page and on Instagram at SSTO underscore the podcast. So this is what I got for you guys today. I hope you enjoyed. I love you tremendously. A lot, a lot, a lot. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye.